happening party people how are you today are you good put a little smile on your face come on put a little smile on your face there we go that's what i like to see that's what i like to hear that's what i like to feel the vision of the passion folks get ready buckle up power up we're about to take a trip down ye bullshit highway Woo! this is gonna be a good one i always love a good horror film that brings in children crazy moms and some bullshit paradox, and someone's going to be offended and go, well, Jason, I actually kind of believe this. Good. We're doing a solo one. Uh, Jason Dick had to go back to his roots, back to his uh, the place where he lost his virginity, the place where he first masturbated, the place where he found out how sensitive his nipples really were. Round Rock, Texas, home of the Round Rock Express. So we're going solo today. Next week will be at Dive Bar and Lounge, Austin, Texas. So uh, Dive Bar, sorry to cancel you today, but back there next week. We're excited to be back there to go in, have Matt serve us a refreshing cold one, a shot, and have some fun. I've got a, a good movie for us. Got some good people lined up, thanks to our friend uh, Lonnie and the American Genius. We got some people coming in, so that's going to be good. But let's kick off uh, this amazing film, The Prodigy. And The Prodigy is, well... It's about a little psychopath, but it's also about reincarnation and it's about a mother's intuition and it's about a father who gets his buttons pushed by a child. Whoa, yeah, all of that crazy and more. But powering us down the bullshit highway, powering us through this movie are my friends and yours, the wonderful people, the often copied, the never duplicated Independence Brewing, and their Power and Light Session IPA, the remake, the Sexy Black Can. Ooh, all their, if you guys, for the, those of you that are in the Austin, Texas area, let me be clear. Mm-hmm. Very clear. Check out the new, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it, but check out the new Independence Cans, the, the, new, the new brand strategy, uh, what they've come up with, these beautiful black cans. They, just, they pop off the shelf. For sure, check out Power and Light Session IPA. This is absolutely amazing. Coming fresh out of the fridge. And, uh, you know, it's it's delicious. It is absolutely amazing. I love it. So hold on. Let's get this party started with a crackety crack. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now let's just, oh, let's warm up the throat a little bit. Let's get the, the mouth moving. Let's, let's get these awkward sounds that come out of the meat suit. A little more awkward. Un momento, por favor. Mm -hmm. uh, does anyone else have a problem with their mini fridges? I got a mini fridge outside. I love it to death. 
keeps the beers uh, sometimes a little too cold. And in this case, a lot too cold. I now have, I officially have a beer Slurpee. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, listen, it's a good old fashioned beer Slurpee. So what we, uh, what we figure out here is the, uh, the intersection of the child, the, the prodigy, and how he comes to fruition. And it all, you know, and we, oh man, overflowing beer. Uno momento, por favor. Yeah, that disgusting slurping sound, that was me. You know what? I might, um, you know, we're just going to drink through this. That's what we're going to do. I thought of something. I was like, that's gross. We're not doing that. We're going to drink through it. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the slurping sound, folks. Some things you're just going to have to deal with today. And I apologize. I will move the mic back as fast as I can. I got a lady without a hand. So let's get back to this movie. I got a lady without a hand. She almost got hit by a car. She's like, he's got my hand. He's got my hand. Oh, he's got your hand. All right. He used to have your heart. That's the terrifying thing. That's what we don't get to. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. Whoa, overflowing beer. We're getting it done. Where are we? It's still overflow. This is this is horrendous. This is a tragedy. A tragedy. A mother in labor. A woman without a hand. A man with a hand that's not in labor. He's old. He's murderous. She's young. She's attractive. And we still have an overflowing... This ice beer stuff has got to go. Un momento. She is really pregnant. I think she's going to go into labor. My fingertips are actually a little bit frozen from how cold that beer is. So for, first and most, most importantly, help me on uh, keeping my beers ice cold while at the same time not freezing them out so we have overbeering, over, overflowing, overflowing beer situations. You know what I'm saying, folks? Can, can I get some help with that? Uh, get at us. Get at me on the ice cold beer situation. At Talking During Movies on Instagram. Talking During Movies podcast at Gmail. And Talk During Movie on the Twitter. There we go, folks. There it is. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. So um, the man is who's going to come out of this house. He is Polish, I want to say. Nothing against you Polish people. I'm sure none of you are murderers. The majority of you are not murderers or hand stealers. But he has got a lady's hand and he's naked. And uh, yeah, that's a, that's a level of, of psychosis that is, that is special. Uh, indeed. Very, very special. So the concept here is, is that, you know, it's a, you're going to have someone die reincarnation, right? And, and, and everyone goes, well, how would you explain reincarnation with population growth? That's often been my question, and it's a good question to ask. However, when you uh, look at science, I'm not saying I believe in all science, but let's just let, let's play the game. We're talking about science, right? Science. Uh, a lot of people will tell you that in the world of science, right, 99% of what's lived on this planet is extinct. 99%. So those souls have to go somewhere, right? Uh, and as we keep off killing animals, and more and more animals become extinct, what happens? More and more people come around. More and more insects become extinct. More and more people come around. So the theory of reincarnation, that you can come back as anything or go into it as anything, and then be a mosquito or be a butterfly or be a caterpillar or a bison or a person, then that actually might ring true in the concept and idea and construct of how reincarnation could come about. Now, how do you test reincarnation? How do you think, man... Is reincarnation real? What's going on with the reincarnation in this world? Well, 
there's there's been some science around it and science is very very loose term that word science right very loose term hold on beer's about to overflow again this is just a, a tragedy beautiful golden elixir just just about to lose itself in the moment I do want to, I got a little quick shout out uh, as we keep going through this. Oh, our Polish friend has found out that uh, his lady who he took her hand has escaped. And uh, he's very upset. And as he screams, our mother uh, in childbirth screams. But uh, back to uh, back to me, which is probably most important, right? So what do we do here? Well, one, a little shout out to, to the body that just does, that repels addiction and repels anything ultra poisonous what is that so like no hangovers sure do i do i get jet lag no i don't don't get jet lag but what do what what is special about what i do what what, what else is special oh yeah some people are like oh man afrin super addictive do not do the afrin and if you do the afrin be very very careful because whew, it'll get you all right as we watch this man get shot, you know, what I'm going to do is a little foreshadowing for you, right? And they're wiping the blood off the baby. They've cut the umbilical cord. It's a, it's a horrible fake scene. But as the baby was born, the man was shot. And theoretically, or, you know, in this idea, once again, a little, little speeding up the movie for you a little bit here, folks. You're going to find out that that man's soul jumped into that baby. Evil jumped right in to that before, before it could be touched and, and baptized evil already jumped right in terrifying concept terrifying thought if you think about it that evil just jumped right in and this is where the prodigy is born yeah so let's get back to reincarnation really quick you can be anything right and you can do anything and one you know whether you come back as as a baby or you come back as uh as a bug well once everything becoming extinct there we go. We got more and more people and more and more assholes, right? We got more and more assholes. So the person that would come back as, let's say, a dust mite, now can just come back as an asshole person, and you know, uh, and then punish the rest of us for killing off the uh, the Algorian dust mite. It's just, it's it's crazy. It's terrifying. It really is. I got a runny runny nose. Too allergies are killing me, but still no afrin. I can still somewhat breathe through my nose without the aid of the Afrin. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty darn crazy. I will say, when you go into a horror film and you know the kid is the character that's terrifying, like when Macaulay Culkin was in that horror film and he was murdering off people, and now you got this kid, they instantly look terrifying. Where a kid could be cute, your assumption or your idea of knowing that the kid is the bad guy going in, you're like, oh man. A little asshole coming into full effect. And, you know, two different colored eyes. You got a brown eye and a blue eye. That instantly screams demon possession. Uh, and you've got a dog that doesn't like the kid. Another, another telltale sign that your kid is a complete nutter asshole if dogs don't like your kid. Listen, oh, well, what about cats? Cats are fucking assholes. Cats like other assholes. Cats are going to come and be like, let me show you my asshole. And the kid's going to be like, let me smell your asshole real quick. Oh, that's amazing. You are, you are crazy. That's going to happen. It's going to, going to happen. You can't trust a cat because a cat's looking out for two things. It's looking out for, it's looking out to make sure that you are wanting to attend to it. That's it. Wanting to attend to it. And 
than ignoring you. And two, uh, making sure it can eat and shit in your house and never leave unless it really, really wants to. So the objectives for the cat, eat and shit in the house at all times, right? The objective for the dog to protect and love you and watch out for anything evil or ominous because it, the dog has the best sixth sense in the world. The dog just knows instantly who the pricks are in the world, uh, who the demon possessed are, and of course, who are the nice people, right? And, and, you, and you, can, you can be demon possessed and give a dog a mazillion treat. That dog still won't like you. It'll eat the treats, don't get me wrong, but it still won't like you. So this kid, by the way, super, super smart, doing stuff in seconds and just knocking things out of the park. There's like, this kid is so smart. Well, yeah, because a 90-year-old smart, murderous guy who cuts women's hands off, he's in his body. So not only will this kid know how to do math at age one, but this kid also is going to know how to kill people at age two. That's amazing. And not the most social. This is the other part that you have to really watch out for when it comes to, uh, to the children. You really have to watch out for the fact that, oh, he's going to grab this spider. Look at him. He's just like, he's not going to kill it, though. Is he going to eat it? Eat the spider. You little psychopath. What are you doing? Eat the spider. Crawl around your hand. It's just a spider. Oh, he just squished it. Ugh, nasty. All right, we fast forward ahead. He is now eight years old. He's in a skeleton costume a la Cobra Kai. We'll bring the Karate Kid into this. <laughs> and he's not the good Karate Kid. No, they didn't dress him up as Daniel LaRusso. This is also, you know, the kid's an asshole. He's pretentious. He's a little bit of a prick. He's got an arrogant little smile. And what else? He's dressed as the dickhead from the Cobra Kai. Yeah, so you're going to dress your kid up as an asshole, getting him ready to become an asshole. Yeah. And he's like, what do I got here? Oh, I got a little uh, pepper and paprika. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna season up the salmon that dad made me. What eight-year-old eats salmon? Come on, man. This is a old soul. Oh, my son, he's old soul. Yeah, little Tommy here, little cross-eyed Tommy here with his two different colored eyes dressed up as the asshole from the Cobra Kai. Yeah, don't worry about it. He puts paprika on his salmon. Don't worry about it. He's an old soul. You also, you're potentially raising a murderer. And an absolute psychopath and murderer. And then we're going to play the staring game. Hold hands, close eyes. One, two, three. Bing! Open your eyes. And let's see who can stare at each other the longest. These are bad games to play with kids. You know, oh my goodness. Threw his hand right in her face. Oh, his first, his second violent, violent action. Hand to the face. And now she's eating his vegetables for him. You know what, lady? You're, 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 you're bringing this kid up wrong. Bringing him up wrong. He's got, he's got a Garfield milk glass. Garfield is an asshole. He's got paprika on his salmon. Asshole move. He's dressed negatively. Asshole move. And now the parents have to sneak away just to park so that they can drink and talk and make out. And, uh, oh, drinking in the car. And potentially, possibly, make some sweet, gentle love and maybe another baby. Maybe another one, unless this kid has something to do with it. Because I'll tell you the other thing, demon-possessed children, kids possessed by murderers through a la reincarnation, let me tell you what else they, what they don't want. They don't want Mother Teresa's last gasping breath. And then boom, your little sister's born. And your little sister is what? Oh, she's a sweetheart. She's an angel. She's giving. She's loving. 
And just like a dog, she will sniff out the demon in you, you dirty rat motherfucker. And then what? Ooh, someone's gonna have to die. Well, they make this movie. Twins. Saint dies. Murderer dies. Reincarnation. They come back and it is a dueling death to the end. Could be it. There you go, Hollywood. Here's your free tip from the captain here. Your free tip on this. I like that. I kind of like that a lot, actually. Okay, so really quick, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the science of reincarnation. Well, this weird asshole has got a babysitter, and he's about to probably kill her, right? So there's a uh, you know, there's this guy. He's dead now, right? Um, but is Ian Stevenson, and he's just like, hey, not only the afterlife, but let's talk about reincarnation. How did he do reincarnation? Quite simply, he went to the source. So he went to kids, and whether hypnotizing them or talking about their memories or what they remember or what they think or what they do, uh, he found out that they had these very unique memories. Now, what you don't know is if he imprinted this on them, right? So. Did they watch uh, around their parents? Did they watch a historical German thing? And then he asked, you know, what are your memories? And they're, and they're confused and like, oh, you know what? My memory is X, Y, and Z. And when I was in Germany, he's like, shit. And then he puts on a documentary. He's like, wow, this kid remembered this documentary exactly. But what he doesn't look into, or maybe he did, I don't know, but I'm gonna assume he didn't look into is the fact that grandma and grandpa, Big history buffs, and every day, Tommy or Tammy spend the weekend with Grandma and Grandpa, and they hear all this shit, and then you go in, and you're like, oh, you know what, I remember this, and I remember this, and that's how it plays out. I always remember something famous, I always remember some bread shop next to where the bomb went off, all that crap, all the nitty-gritty that the uh, the wonderful History Channel goes into, right, where like, the tank rolls by, and they pause, and they're no, this bread shop was owned by Gunskin and his wife, Gazilda. And they did this, that, and the other, and oh my goodness, they made they made bread for the for the U.S. Army and did all these crazy things. Yeah, you just never know. All right, so our little prodigy is playing hide and go seek with his very adult babysitter. First, she counts to ten, and he's still standing in front of her. That's your warning sign. That's your one warning sign that says you don't play hide and go seek with this little. You, you figure out a different game. You figure out a game where he doesn't stare at you when you close your eyes. That's a dangerous game, not a fun game. Don't play that game with this little asshole, okay? Figure out coloring. Maybe let's do the reading rainbow. I've got an idea, let's put on PBS. Let's have some fun. Also, all the light, almost all the lights in the house are out. Yeah, they're almost all out. And then she sees the door to the cellar and she's like, mm, I got you, I got you, you little sun gun. That's right, but uh, the lights in the kitchen are out. Everything's out. Uh, there's a hallway light on, and of course, she's like, hey, are you there? And just dark stairs going down, barely a, a, sh a shiver of light. What do you do? If you're babysitting a kid and they go down to hide in the cellar, I leave them down there. You know what? Guess what, chicken butt? You're down there, man. You are, you are down there by yourself until you get scared. But she's going to go down, and also, she's going to go down barefoot. Now, I have a neighbor. He has a policy, you know, no shoes in the house. No shoes in the house policy, guess what that gets you? It gets you this right here. It gets you walking down, looking for a kid, and glass set up, step right on it, fall down the stairs. Oh, big chunk of glass in your foot. All a die hard. Oh, but guess what? You're not chasing Hans Goober, young lady. No, you're chasing an eight-year-old psychopath. That's what you're chasing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, pull it out of the foot. Oh, blood everywhere. She's crying. She's calling for him. Help. 
help me. But guess what? Guess what? He's not around. Glass is just covered in blood. And there he is. There they are. Mom just talking to him like he's innocent. Well, what happened with the babysitter tonight? You know, we were playing hide and go seek. Very nice. I mean, I, first of all, she's a great lady. I love her to death. So much fun playing hide and go seek. And there I was. I went and I hid downstairs. And I guess I jumped over that step. I don't even know how that broken glass got there. But let me tell you, when I heard her scream, I uh, waited about 10 minutes until a lot of blood left her. No, mom, I, I ran right to her. And I tried to help her and I cleaned up that glass. But I don't even know how that glass got there. That's the crazy part. Isn't that crazy? Let me cry. Let me just show some, let me just cry through my multicolored eyes. The blue one's going to cry first and the brown one's going to cry second. And I'm going to turn them off and on like little faucets. And I'm just going to pretend. That's, see, kids are manipulators that way, right? They, uh, they, uh, they, they put on the tears to try to get what they want. And you can't fall for that. You can't just give him a hug and fall for that. He makes a great little, you know, Cobra Kai. He really does. I mean, he's, he's got the evil pumpkin. And then this is where, this is our big piece right here. This is the big test. He's washing his face. But like a true psycho, he only washes half of his face. He's washing one half at a time. Cleaning around his ears, his cheek, and he's like, oh, look at me. I'm half dead. I'm half alive. The dead side is the dark side. That's the man that's inside of me. And then what's the other side? Ooh, that's the boy. That's the boy that I'm going to show the world. But I'm going to hide the dark side, the dead man inside of me. I'm hiding that 100%. Now, you know you have a possessed child. You know you have a little demon-filled child. When what happens? That's right. When the dog is growling at his door, ha, just pissed. Barking. Hey, first of all, in the middle of the night, your dog barks. You don't look and go, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong, Fluffy? No, you go, shut the fuck up. People are trying to sleep. Listen, you little asshole. I'm glad that you can stay up all night, run around the house, sniff everybody's shoes, you know, piss in a corner I'm not going to see for months and then wonder if someone spilt lemonade there. Take a shit in the closet that no one uses. I get it. You do your thing. But shut the fuck up. Stop barking. And if you're going to bark, bark for a good reason. You can't bark and run away. You know, bark and run into this little asshole's room and be like, hey man, what's going on? What's going on? I'll tell you exactly what's going on. Captain Talks in his fucking sleep is here and he's talking in his fucking sleep, but he's talking in his sleep in Polish. Yeah, a totally different language. And like any good parent, not only do you have the nanny cam in the corner, but you've got a tape recorder so you can record exactly what this little fucker's saying in his sleep. You guys, you guys record your kids? Just walk around the tape recorder in case they say something just crazy in their sleep. And they're like, got to catch this. The other night, my daughter was talking in her sleep. Right in my ear, whispering me things about bugs that turn into ice cream that she could eat. Yeah. yeah. Did I have a tape recording of it? No, you're just going to have to believe me. The only thing I record are times when she poops or after she's done pooping that I think are hilarious. Hence the opening of this beautiful podcast and the closing of this ride through shitstorm streets that I that you guys get to hang out with me with. You know, it's amazing. Uh, homeboy is at school. I, this is a nice school. Big desks, bright, beautiful colors. Everyone's in their cute little outfits. He's by himself. You know, uh, this, he's just... You know, the, 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 the telltale signs of a psychopath are many. But one is that when they want something. 
they, they don't have the social skills to create friends. So they just roll up and they're just like, hey man, this is what I want to do now. And they're like, hey, sorry bro, like we're already working together. Yeah, cute little girls like, hey man, uh, I like my brown brother over here. He's nice. He's nice. Now, a normal person's like, that sucks. Maybe next time. How about next time? Can I partner with you next time? Uh, a psychopath, an asshole, a complete fucktard of the brain. No, no, no. This kid goes, finds out, asks to use the restroom, walks away, cool off, maybe a little cool off time, maybe a little time. No, no, no. Goes and gets a massive fucking wrench, a, a, a huge wrench. Hey, hey, asshole. I'm the guy. I'm the guy who wanted to play with her. Whap! Yeah, whap. Are you kidding me? And just starts beating him with a pipe wrench. Are you kidding me? First of all, the strength to swing that pipe wrench. Yeah, and then give him the rickshaw test. Give him the old, what's this ink block? What's this? Give him those tests. That's that's what you do. Yeah, that's, that's the safe way to handle a kid who wields a pipe wrench like a crazy person. Oh, you didn't you didn't get a talk, you didn't get a stand next to the girl you like because she likes a little bit of a little a guy with a little more tan and a shorter haircut. Fuck you. You don't get to go look at ink blots and decide if they're rainbows or bats or butterflies or a uterus or a longhorn steer or a basset hound or a car that just hit someone and you get to see their brain pattern all over. You don't get to do any of that shit. You gotta go to jail there, champ. You gotta you, you gotta you gotta step away from society for a little bit. We gotta figure out what the fuck is wrong with you. Because wielding a wrench on some other kid because he's talking to a girl that you like is out of line for any society. Even the kids in Lord of the Flies are gonna look down and go, it's a bit much. I think we need to hit a hard, hard pause on this one. It's a bit much. But what do I know? Just a parent who really doesn't have a degree in psychology would think if I did have a degree in psychology, I would for sure not trust this lady with the glasses, her little shawl or flower colored, you know, kind of weird shirt underneath and her bobbed hair. Listen, don't trust a person with bobbed hair and bangs. When you're, when you're 60, if you have bangs and bobbed hair, you right to the back of the line. That's where you go, right to the back of the line. He's looking at these ink blots still and he's thinking, Looks like a brain. You know what it reminds me of? The blood splatter. The blood splatter when I cut that lady's hand off in my former life because I'm reincarnated psychopath. Da -da 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 -da. Reincarnated psychopath. That'd be a great spin-off. You know, Criminal Minds is coming to an end. Great show. Probably 12, 15 seasons on the air. It'd be fantastic if they did a spin-off, you know, or, or instead of the following the FBI agents, you're only following reincarnated psychopaths. Reincarnated Psychopaths, RSP is what you call the show. RSP, a new drama on CBS. And then RSP is just that. It's the new drama on, CB, on CBS and uh, they follow around these reincarnated psychopaths. And, but it just, you know, there's coming out of nowhere more and more and more, you know, and, and then it becomes this overarching theme, right? So there's like, do, do we do the death penalty? So if now if we know we're reincarnated, and you know that reincarnation happens, then is the idea of making someone live forever, is it safer for society to incarcerate and have them live and have a murder, murder person live forever and ensure they live forever? Keep that brain alive, keep that heart pumping. No matter what goes on, you keep the brain alive. So the soul is stuck. So the reincarnation for that thing stops. That's interesting. See how you like where this is going right now? Think about this for a hot minute. 
if reincarnation was real, and because we're running out of animals and insects and other things for you to be reincarnated too, and, and because we're just creating more people and killing off more things, right? So the more people are created, the less things we have. You see, you see where I'm going with this. So what do you do? Well, I mean, if you kill the murderer, the murderer just comes back. So now it's not a change in society. Now there's not goals, right? Now there is, you know, it's like, well, if we maybe take some violent TV off, kids won't, but no, they're being reincarnated. Like just popping into souls, pop, 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 pop. And what do you get? More and more murderous people. So then what do you do? Well, that's right. You keep the murderer alive forever. Now science and technology's goal is to do one thing. It is to keep murderers alive forever so they can't be reincarnated. And then what you do is every really good person, every really nice person, kill them at 40. Just listen, then you turn 40, pow, dead. Why? Coming back as a good person again. You're, and, and, then, and then the average criminal, the, 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 the person who's in jail for a nonviolent crime, you rehabilitate them. So you don't even put them in jail. You don't even put them around the murderers and the crazy people, right? You just rehabilitate them. And that rehabilitation is really nice, really sweet. You put them on a farm. You teach them how to control their aggressions. You teach them how to control their impulses, their love for drugs. You turn them on to something else, get them a little ayahuasca, a little DMT, recalibrate the whole mind and, and the soul and everything else that's going on in there. And bada boom, bada bing. Now you have a society and depending on how fast we, uh, you know, we get, we, we keep these murderers alive, and and how fast we rehabilitate these other crazy people, and how fast we kill all the really nice forty-year-olds out there. Within, I'm going to say, a hundred years, maybe, uh, maybe less, but let's go a hundred. Within a hundred years, maybe well, let's actually 120. We'll keep that 40. We'll keep it a nice round, you know, three three sets of forties. Boom. Guess what, folks? If you guessed what I guessed, and that's that we're gonna have a happy, healthy society and reincarnation and nothing but good on good on good, you're correct. And then you just got a big farm out there, just one super big farm out there that keeps everything alive. And our only goal is to keep murderers and psychopaths alive for the simple reason that if they die, they're gonna, they're gonna in, infiltrate our society. And then the power goes out. The power went out? The power went out. And all of them die at once. And all of these people that are pregnant, all this stuff that's happening, what do you do? If you believe in reincarnation, mass abortion. Right? Everyone who's pregnant and every kid that's coming out, mass abortion. And then, if you really bring this full circle into all of religiosity, does that not... Maybe at one time, we everyone believed in reincarnation and the story of Christ isn't that there was a new God King coming, but it was that in reincarnation, something was going to come that the King did not want. Oh, let's just, let's get crazy. Let's put some peanut butter on this banana sandwich and let's make some mouth glue and shut this down because it's nuts. But it could also be true because anything could be true. I mean, the idea, you know, it's, it's, it's funny how more people believe that we get, we're living in a simulation right now than we are created by God. However, there's no proof of the, of the simulation. There's no proof of God. Like there's no proof of the Big Bang Theory and there's no proof of, of instant seven days later, bada boom, bada bing. We've got, we've got people, uh, we've got a person, we've got animals. And uh, then there's just rapid incest. I don't know. You know, you, you, just, you just do not know. 
All right, back to the, I mean, we're kind of on the film, but back to the film. Mom's getting a little weirded out. She is uh, seeing her child for what he is. And that's a psychopath. An arrogant, freaky, little psychopath. And so, you know, what does is, what is mom got to do? Well, she's got to do what anybody else should do, right? And that is mom's going to go to a specialist, a reincarnation specialist, who's going to tell her, hey, what I heard on this tape, it's not good. And it's not from your son. In fact, I'd like to talk to your son because I believe that he's got an old soul inside of him, a very old, and the old soul is not nice. In fact, it's a murderous old soul, real prick. Not a nice guy. Not someone you want hanging out with your kids. And whatever this kid wrote down, let me tell you something right now. These are not poems. These are not knock-knock jokes. These, these, are, these are murderous intentions for everyone in your home, starting with that noisy, nosy, ass-sniffing, shit-eating, grass-puking-up, eat every morning, eat every night, dripping water all over your beautiful hardwood floors, fucking dog. That's the first one that's going to die. Watch yourself. Be... Both eyes forward, you watch that dog, I guarantee you this kid's going to kill a dog. That, that's, a, that's, that's also the telltale sign of a real, real fucked up person. You know, you kill a hamster, it's like, it was an accident. You know, a guinea pig, they bite, they're mean, man. And they're also the corn dogs of Thailand. <laughs> Trust me. They'll, you'll be walking down the streets and you'll just see cages of guinea pigs. You're like, I want the, uh, the black one. Boom. Break its neck, strip it down, gut it. Woo, roll it in, uh, in some egg wash and then some panko, deep fry it. Two minutes later, the flesh was still warm underneath that little fur coat of the guinea pig. Two minutes later, that little fucker comes out of the, like, like it's on a four-legged crucifix. Bam, comes out. It's a corn dog of, of enjoyment. And then you spit the bones out. Chew it up, get a little bone, spit it on the street. Yeah, got guinea pig. Little teeth are looking at you. Burned out eye sockets are looking at you. Where did that soul go, huh? Say where it went, went to another guinea pig to bite someone. It went to another guinea pig to bite a person to say, I dare you to fucking kill me. Guinea pigs, hamsters, rats, mice, snakes, all okay to die. If you kill one of those in a film, someone's like, nah, not too tore up about it. You kill a cat, you got pet cemetery, and you just know everything's angry because the angry little soul, that fucked up animal went in there. You kill a dog, it's not the dog's fault, it's yours. You're a real class A Class A plus, total dickhead and asshole. You don't kill dogs, you don't kick dogs, you don't hit dogs. You love them because they love you. And if they don't love you, it's because they were abused by not you, but someone who looks like you. Give dogs some rope. Leave cats to be wild and crazy because they are. There you go. Full of rants today. Let's see how my beer slurpee's doing because it's not now overflowing out of the can, but it's still very cold. Oh, so good. Got a good little uh, second half drink out of that one before some ice started coming in, burning the throat. So if you go to a doctor, and I'm going to air quote doctor, and your doctor looks at your kid and then says, I would like to introduce you to another, let's use air quotes again, doctor. And then that doctor is telling you that your son is a reincarnated person that was a murderer in Poland that liked to collect hands, run out naked in front of cops to get shot, and was also super smart. Do you, A, believe the, air quotes, doctor, B, ask 
for your money back, or C, explore further. Just curious, because our friend is going to explore a little further, and she's getting a DVD to really back up what, um, what she thinks is real or fake. And he just sits back like an arrogant prick with his hands crossed going, first of all, I can't believe she's questioning me. I cannot believe that she would, I have a P and H and a D before my name. Oh, that dog, that dog is eyeballing the fuck out of this kid. Just eyeballing him. And he is, what are they? This is the healthiest family in the world. Everything's home cooked. We've got three round potatoes. We have chicken and we have broccoli. And this is this is where I this is where the psycho this is where the psychopath really starts to shine. Mom, can we play the staring game? She's like, sure. And she's like, no. And he gives the pout, and she's like, you know what? Someone just told me he was a reincarnated psychopath. I'm gonna prove them wrong. Get your hands over here. Let's play the staring game. Let's look. She looks. She looks exhausted. She looks a little bit scared. He looks batshit crazy. And there you go. Just gently rubbing her hand. Never a good sign. Never a good sign when they lull you into a little fake confidence. They lull you into a little bit of love. He's got that nail, the little dirty hand, that little kid's dirty kid's hand nail has been picking boogers and, you know, touching feces and then, oh, pinches are hard. And just smile, just, you know that little asshole smile kids give them? Little quarter, like, you can't hit me. It's not nice to hit me. Don't hit me. But if you did, let me tell you, there'd be a problem. You can't hit me. And she's like, uh, mommy doesn't like it when you touch her that way. What, mommy doesn't like it when you take your dirty, shit-stained fingernail and shove it under your flesh, you psycho? You grab that kid by his shirt. You go, hey, to your room. You don't do that to mom. You don't do that at all. And instead, she goes, uh, you know what? Don't touch me that way. And then he starts humming a song from Poland. Yeah, from the DVD. From the thing that she got from that arrogant prick doctor. Now it's getting interesting, isn't it? Now you're wondering, Jason, I'm watching this movie. I'm listening to you. Oh, you've seen this before, haven't you? I have. I watched this uh, the other day with, uh, with my wife. And it was, you know, we, we had an interesting time with it. Um, she got scared a little bit, uh, a couple of scenes. I didn't. Uh, you know, I find this more of enjoyment and new as soon as I was watching. So I was like, this, this is an episode for sure. And she's watching these kids as they uh, go through life. And it's James. Oh, yeah, James. Husband is just, what do you do if you're a husband or a wife? And your significant other goes, hey, I went to the doctor, you know, because our kid clubbed someone with a huge, huge pipe wrench. And he's like, yeah, I know, that was, that was terrible. Well, our doctor uh, asked me to go see another doctor. Oh, that's interesting. What did that doctor say? Well, we had a conversation. He said, more than likely, you know, more than likely, uh, our kid is a reincarnated murderer from Poland. Well, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, honey. You said, well, uh, what? I'm just, I'm, I'm just a little, I thought you went to a doctor. I didn't think you went to, you know, a shaman or, or a, a palm reader. You, the real doctor, the letters, the accreditations, there's, there's fancy paper framed on the wall. 
they, 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 our insurance accepts what they say, all of those things, real people, real things, really going on right now. Yeah, yeah, real. And they was just humming a song, humming a song. Oh, okay, well, did he tell you where he heard it from? No, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's an old song and I've never heard it. And he was humming it after he poked me, which means Polish murderer reincarnated in our son. Okay, babe, listen, uh, Oh, we're going to take a drive, kind of get out of here a little bit. And uh, when we come back, I'd like your bags packed. And I'd like you and the dog to get out of here. I'm going to give you the dog because I think you need some companionship. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, it's too much for me. It's too much for me. It's not, it's too much. You got to go. I mean, I think that conversation happens. I think it does. You know, when you've got a kid with just mechanical drawing all the way around, and all he does is play with a Rubik's Cube. You're not a prodigy if I've seen you throughout this movie playing with a Rubik's Cube and you can't figure it out, but you can figure out all this other crap. Nope. I don't buy it. I do not buy it at all. Oh, kid just drawing stuff down. Just drawing hateful things, or is he actually writing something? Who knows? He's got, oh, he's just drawing hands. Fantastic. All the hands he's collected before. All the hands I've collected before. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh yeah, drink time. Hold on kids, we're getting through this. <laughs> I love you guys, you know that, right? Uh-oh, who's sharpening this? He's sharpening it? Jeez. Just sharpening, sharpening, sharpening. Kids in video games, now see, the average person who does not believe in reincarnation will say, well, what made this child violent was the video games. And the video games out there made them violent. You know, his dog's gone. Look at this, the dad outside calling for the dog. Fluffy, Fluffy. Ooh, ooh, the back gate is open. Honey, you see the dog? No, the back gate's open. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? Why is the dad gotta be a responsible one, huh? Let's get, we'll get the kid. Let's go, let's go find our dog. Let's go find, and here's mistake. If you're following the movie, right? Mistake number one, babysitter turns the TV off. Turn it off. Click. Off. He's calling for his son, trying to get his attention, trying to get his attention. Son doesn't listen. Turns the TV off. And there's that same, same crazy look. Same crazy look that just says, hey. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I might even kill your dog. You just don't know. You do know that I'm a murderer. And this is when this kid, this is, this is how the, starts pushing buttons, starts pushing buttons. You know, only a loser would lose his fucking dog. He, and this is the thing that kids do, right? And all kids do this. All kids figure out how to push buttons. The smart ones push a button and go, that really kind of pissed mom and dad off. I'm not doing that again. The manipulator figures out, okay, if I can push the buttons where I get what I want, there we go. The psychopath pushes the buttons and goes, that pissed him off? Let's see how much farther I can push them and then at the same time tell them really fucked up shit. And then in doing that, really, really play with their emotions. Let's play a game. 
I like this game and it's called What Can I Do to Destroy Your Inner Self-Confidence and Create a Moral Conflict in You that says, I'm your child, you can't hurt me, you must love me, but I'm going to say the most fucked up and weird and awful shit to you about how the dog should be dead and hit by a car and running away and hiding somewhere and how your dad is an alcoholic piece of shit and thank goodness you're only kind of like him. And then in all of that, figure out that he took his baby monitor and he's been watching you. You haven't been watching him. He's been watching you. He reconfigured his baby monitor so he could watch you guys. Ugh, what has he seen? What awful, awful things has that child seen? Ooh, dirty little bastard. Huh? And now he acts scared. Now he acts freaked out. Now? Now the child, this is, the, and that's the beautiful manipulation of the reincarnated psychopathic murderer who is also a child, right? They push the buttons, they act all confident, and they give you that little smile, and they do the fucked up shit that makes you question everything. And then you get upset and you go, hey, I got an idea. Let's have a little come to Jesus meeting. And they go, where? And you're like, fuck, is that a kid or is it a killer? What is it? What's going on? I'm so, so confused because I still have to give this little asshole bath. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure that in giving this little kid baths, he could kill me at any moment with his two colored eyes. Like, I mean, as soon as I turn my back, I've got to hide everything sharp. I've got to start locking cabinets, even dull, heavy things. I mean, we already know he can wield a pipe wrench for crying out loud. Murderer. Murderer! Do a rant like that. It's only been a couple of minutes, but you get yourself another drink. Drink, people. If you are uh, listening to this on your way to work, know that I'm having this beer for you. If you're listening to this on your way home from work, know that I'm having this beer for you. And there's a beer waiting for you at home. In all of this, please know that while you're driving, you're not drinking, but I'm drinking for you. And that whether you go to work and get to drink at work, brewery, distillery, any fun place, not probably the IRS office, but any real fun place that you work at. If you're, if listen, if you're a millennial and you're looking for a job, the first thing you ask is, do you serve cocktails here at lunch, breakfast, whenever? Basically, what I want to know is, in this creepy, weird work world that we all live in, am I working at a figurative airport where I can drink at any hour and no one's going to give me the stink eye for the queer eye for the great straight guy, what, however that works? Is anyone going to give me the weird eye? Or am I working at some stuffy, stuck in the 80s, not knowing what to do, right at the Sheriff of Nottingham, Nancy Reagan run, fuck you, Tipper Gore, no curse word office. Where am I working? Funville or Shitsville? Where am I going? Where am I punching my, my time clock, my precious time that I can't get back? No matter how much money you give me, I'll never get it back. Where am I working? Am I working at a place where I'm gonna enjoy myself? Woo-woo, cocktails! Or am I working at a place that is just embraced by the awful? Huh? What? Where? Why? Millennials, you gotta get your shit together and try to stop asking for yoga. Stop asking to bring your fucking dog into work or your hamster or your snake or your parrot. Stop asking to bring your weird animal into work. Oh, go to pet kangaroo. Can I bring it to work? Sure you can. If that'll keep you around, developer X, Y, and Z. Stop that nonsense. Start asking for real things, right? Start asking for an office. It's also a grocery store so that you can walk through and pick up all your groceries them delivered to your house where you're still working your ass off. Start asking for stuff where there's a bar, right? 
Where you're like, oh, did I get a bar in this place? Oh, I do? Cocktails? Think of the things that are expensive for you that you enjoy. Forget insurance, all right? It's a, that's all going to get worked out. Forget driving. Forget the car. That's all going to get worked out. They get beautiful public transportation in almost every city in America. And also you have two feet. Why don't you put on some JCs and just hustle your fanny ass into work, huh? Yeah, fanny ass. It's fanny. Pussy ass. I don't know. I Listen, the, I don't know what I was going to say there. All right? But here's what I do know. You got to start asking for the right things. Because guess what employers are showing you? They'll give you the moon and the stars just to have you around. So ask for the moon and the stars. There's not one place where I've worked where there's been a bowling alley, there's been a shopping, a, a place to do um, my shopping, and a full-time bar from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. You got to work 12 hours. Show up for 12 hours. Oh, and also I need a driver for my kid that'll pick my kid up, take him or her to school and pick him or her up. And then I'll need a driver, of course, to get home because I've been drinking since 7 a.m. Getting work done like an adult because that's what I am. I'm a big kid. All right. I'm over 21. Cocktails. Thank you very much. Interns, guess what they do? They make cocktails. They're just learning how to bartend a little bit. They're having a little bit of fun. They're also learning how to do some shopping. All right. They just left mommy and dad's house. They don't even figure out how, how the supermarket works. So they're going to figure out how the supermarket works by getting me my shit. And that is right below. And maybe once in a while, I'll walk down and get my own stuff because I want a special cut. And I've got a limited, you know, $300 a week for my little uh, shopping mart down there. Perfect. And then drive it to my house and unload it on the labeled shelves and areas where everything's at. And while you're there, if you don't mind, make my kid an after school snack. Thanks, intern. You can come back here and file and correlate data files F through 9 and the T38s and the P21s. You're very welcome for this opportunity to learn how to work. Good night. That's right. So, we're at a pivotal point in the movie where I'm discussing internships and what millennials should ask for. Uh, flies have infiltrated the house. Flies are a telltale sign that the devil is near because the devil is stinky and full of blood. So we've, uh, mom's walking downstairs and she's kind of, listen, it's different looking. She's a rogue mom. Not a lot of rogue moms out there. She's a rogue mom. And so she's found, let's see, uh, she's found a bloody rag. Ugh. Oh, it's just, it's just smells. And it's just got maggots and flies everywhere. But it's just, they, you know that room has just got the smell of death. And she sees the blood leading. Leading to, well, oh, blood pouring out to a cabinet that's been then hammered shut. Oh, what do you do? What do you do? You know what I've noticed? This mom does not have a big diamond. She's got two simple gold rings. She's like, can I just take this piece of wood off? Oh, it's hammered on there. I'm not strong enough. She's not strong enough. I'll tell you who is. Little psychopath behind her. What does he have in his hands? He's got a hammer. Oh, you little weirdo. Mom, mom, turn around. Mom, turn around. I think you're going to need this, mom. Hammer. I was going to take it to your head, but I've decided instead to give it to you so you can see the power of what I am. The evil incarnate in this cute little body with two different colored eyes and a weird haircut and the idea that feeding children that don't acknowledge my immediate wish or a dog that tries to narc me out by letting you and everyone else know by barking in the middle of the night and growling at me that I'm a demon. Oh, don't start crying now, you sick little... I guess he's crying because dogs don't have... Uh, 
dogs don't have hands, so he really couldn't get that hand collection going. But he could be crying in the fact that he didn't get a killer yet, right? Oh, oh, there's the dog, dead as can be. Oh, I don't understand why this kid's crying. Oh, the dog's missing. Oh, no, guess what, folks? The dog is missing a paw. Like a lucky rabbit's foot, that dog is missing a paw. Oh, so he couldn't get the hand, which is super sad, but he did get a paw. She's looking at him like, why'd you kill the dog? Your dad's gone. Why'd you kill the dog? What in the holy hell have you done? You little monster. Monster. And it's weird to call a kid a monster, but when you hang out with kids, you'll understand they're all monsters. They really are. The good ones, the bad ones. Kids are monsters. Let's go take him to the doctor. The reincarnation doctor. Hi, I'm the reincarnation doctor. Let's play a game. This is where it gets dangerous, folks. You cannot hypnotize a kid who has one brown eye and one blue eye. That's a scientific fact. Just like horses can't look at circles, kids with different colored eyes cannot be hypnotized. I know it sounds weird. Get the Google machine out. You are going to figure this out in a hot second. That kids can't be hypnotized and, uh, and horses can't look at circles. It's a weird thing. And you're wondering, why can't horses look at circles? No one knows. All right. No one knows why horses can't look at circles, but they, they just, they can't. Uh, you know, uh, science has been trying to figure this out for a very, very long time, but uh, horses can't look at circles. It's just, it's one of those weird things that just comes out in nature. Nature versus nurture. Drink time. Hold on. Yeah, I'll tell you what, this beer is delicious. Power and light. Independence. Amy and team. You've done it once again. Have you guys ever been hypnotized? Are you susceptible to being hypnotized? I never have. Uh, I want, you know, I, I think I've wanted to. I don't know what would happen if I was hypnotized. Like, what would they pull out of me? Would I become a Manchurian candidate? Am I, am I so susceptible to hypnotism that in all of that, that I would instantly just, I'm, I'm the guy. And all of a sudden I don't remember what happened, but I'm being arrested and I'm in a, I'm in a full security jail and, and they're, and they're thinking I'm a bad guy and they're going to kill me or maybe keep me alive forever. So I don't reincarnate and in, in, infiltrate some other young child's body. So that happens again. Who knows? Who really knows? But I'm not going to find out. I'm not playing that game. Hell no, I'm not playing that game. I like this uh, this editing where it goes from the boy and then it shows the man that's in him. It shows the boy and the man, the boy and the man. And then as the this is slow motion. Let me stop the little little clicker ticker, the little TikToker that goes back and forth. And this is when the real science comes in. This is where a little PhD hypnotist, reincarnation loving guy. This is when this is when the real science comes in because he just turns around and he's like, "Do you think you hypnotized me?" Is that what you think? Is it the bullshit you think that happened? You hypnotized me? You, in your words? Uh, no, sir. I hypnotized you. And this is how it's going to be, motherfucker. I am shocked that this kid doesn't cuss in this movie. Because if you've got the soul of a murderous man from Poland, you got to be dropping some F-bombs. You've just got to call. You've got you've to drop every bad word in the book. And why? Because it's just what happens. It's exactly what happens. But no, 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 no. 
Instead, this kid's just sweet. He's, he uses proper language. Yeah, I mean, he puts me to shame in my horrible, dirty pirate hooker mouth. That's for sure, but this guy is just terrified. He's like, uh, so, are we friends? I just want to talk to the guy behind the guy. I want to talk to the, the interview, the murderer, the crazy, the psychopath, the blue, or the brown in everything that you do. Let me lean in close because now I know that there's a killer inside of you. And then, doop, ba da da, ba boom. There you go. The kid starts getting pissed and he's fucking up this leather couch. Oh, it's bad. And see, this is when you get up and leave. You got a PhD, I guess. You believe in reincarnation. You don't get up and leave. But for sure, you watch your hands around this kid. And then he just yells. Hair flips out. Freaks out. I don't know. I would, I would call an exorcist. I would call anyone, anything, any, anybody. I would try anything to get the fuck out of that room. I'm not messing around with some little psychopath. That's my, that's my fridge in the background. Don't worry. No way am I messing around with this little asshole. I'm out. You freak, you do that. I, even if you're faking, good for you. You get an Academy Award. I'm out. I didn't deserve this PhD. I don't deserve pushing this bullshit reincarnation science. Uh, I'm glad you tricked me. I'm not falling for this game. I'm, I'm glad I got tricked. Let's do a little Salem witch trial here in our little town, but I'm out. I'm moving far away. Montana. I'm in the woods and I'm hiding. You're going to make a part two where you can chop her in and try to find me to, to remove this spirit from you when you're 30 years old. That's great. We'll do that. That'll be a fun game to play. But until that happens, I'm out. And I'm not coming back. No way. No how. Folks, I'm going to go grab another beer. So for those of you that are driving... I'm grabbing one for you. For those of you that are uh, at work listening, I'm for sure grabbing one for you. Hold on a second. And we're back with a fresh cold one. You've got to know something's bad. When the doctor comes out and tells you, with a scared look on his face, everything's okay, but you got to go. Can't stay here. In fact, I'd prefer if you left right now, right away. Please, get out. Get out. Not the movie Get Out, but just get out. Please, 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 please get out because this kid who scratched the shit out of my leather couch with his sharp little nails, what a crazy, my goodness. Ugh. Ugh, man. There's dad. He's at home. You think dad's figured this part out yet? I think dad's like, listen, my dog's dead. I left my dog with you. I left because I yelled at the kid and I left my dog with you and what happened? Tell you what happened. Kid killed your dog, sir. Time for another power and light. Power and light this place on fire. Let's go, party people. Woo! Ooh, got a little foam coming out. So nice. Go bury that dog, will you? He's coming home just to bury the dog. What a shit way to return home. What happened? Well, I've been gone, you know, um, sleeping in a hotel room. A shit one because I got to pay the mortgage on this house. You know, I still love you, so I'm not even getting hookers. And uh, I'm just coming home because <laughs> that my dog died? You could, I mean, you, 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 let, you let the kid live and the dog die? The dog was at least fucking loyal. Are you kidding me? And the dog lost a paw? He lost a whole paw? Well, I'm getting homework from the teacher. It's just nothing but drawings of hands? How are your hands? You got both of them? Jeez. Do all our neighbors have all their hands? If there's been any kids at school missing a hand, I'm terrified for all of us.
I think we need a plan to get rid of this kid, Edward Skakarka. Dun 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 dun. Let's drink a little bit of this fresh. If you're at work and if you're driving, or if you're performing open heart surgery right now, listening to this, all the surgeons out there, let me tell you, I am here for you. So, this little drinky drink pause is to all of you out there, the hard workers, the go-getters, the disruptors, the game changers, the paradigm shifters, the people who are doing what no one else will do to get everything else done, or more importantly, you're on your way there and you can't drink. Here's to you, because tonight is kind of special. A little Michelob reference for those of you that are, uh, you know, of the age. Of the age. You guys remember, um, for the speaking of beer commercials real quick, while our mom is walking around wondering where the fuck her kid is. You guys, uh, you guys remember the, um, you probably, you guys, let's see. If I'm looking at the demographics and let's take a quick look at our demos here. This will, this will clear it all up. Because, um, you know, it's a slow part of the movies. This is where we get into the good stuff, kids. In the slow part of the movie, here we are. Let's look at SoundCloud first because uh, they provide really, really good information. She's getting information. Look at his eyes that she's going to find out. Yep, that's the guy that earned my kid. Great. We're looking at SoundCloud. We've got two listeners in Ghana. We've got one in the UK. We've got 20 listeners in Newport Beach. 20 new listeners in Newport Beach. And she, Ahmed Guy, is, uh, is our top listener. I wonder if she's going to listen to this now. But she is our uh, she's our top listener um, on the uh, for SoundCloud so far. So good for you. Uh, that, there you go. Well, let's look at Spotify now because Spotify gives us a little bit of it gives us some different numbers, right? Spotify. Oh, she's looking at all these pictures of all these dead women and of all the dead women. Oh, she's looking at all the hands. So with Spotify, we break down our audience. We are one hundred percent male. There's zero non-binary, zero not specified, and zero female. And all of the males are 35 to 44. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is, listen, we are hitting a, for you advertisers out there that are wondering, should I be advertising on a podcast that does 300 downloads a day? I'm just curious, what's your core audience? I'll tell you my core audience. It's very simple. 35 to 45, 100%, 0% unknown, 0% non-binary, 0% female, 0% non-specified. They want you to know who they are. We're 35 to 44, we're male, and we like to laugh and listen to someone drink as they watch movies and talk over them on movies I've seen, maybe I haven't seen, maybe I've seen too many times. Maybe I just I want to listen to a podcast that says it's going to follow a movie and not. These are our people. This is exactly what's going on. Thanks for that info, Spotify. I appreciate it. I also appreciate your little graphs that show our followers and uh, who, who they are and where they've been and what they're up to. It's fantastic. It, it's beautiful, beautiful pieces of information that, uh, that you don't get every day. And this is, the, this is a wonderful world, right? It really is a, a wonderful world and you get to see all of this, all of this stuff. Um, if, oh, I hate the word. I hate saying, um, I apologize. Uh, if your kid's a true psycho, do you, do you play the game where you cut the crust off the bread? And you're like, that would just cut the crust off the bread. Here we go. That's what we're going to do. 
if you know your child's a true psychopath and as, as, a, as a murderer inside of him or her, do you put them on the school bus and just send them away? I mean, is there not a part of you as not, more than a parent, but a part of society that says, I can't send this kid to school anymore? In fact, whew, I think it's time to put this kid in the old mental hospital. Or do you just send them right to school? Well, any of these parents are trying to, uh, you know, figure this out. And so far they've done the wrong, well, the mom did the wrong thing. She cut the crust off the sandwich. Rookie move. You make them eat that crust. They eat around the crust like, I'm still hungry. Eat the crust. Eat the, eat the other cooked part of the bread. Don't, don't be that kid. Don't be the, don't be the kid that doesn't, that gets the crustables, you know, the, don't be that person. All right. Because then you're going to grow up. You're not going to be able to eat a panini. And paninis are fantastic. You know, don't be the person like, oh, I don't eat the crust on pizza. It's calories. You know, it's just a waste of calories. I like the cheese and the sauce. Eat it all. Don't be an asshole. You need to eat a little marinara dipping sauce for your crust. That's fine. Because you know what? You, you say you don't like crust, but you eat breadsticks, you pretentious fuck. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Oh, I'm eating breadsticks. Breadsticks delicious. I, love it. I always get a side of breadsticks, extra marinara sauce. I get the spicy marinara, you know. I put a little, uh, put a little Parmesan in there. Mm -hmm. I, I stir it with the breadstick, of course. Put a little crushed pepper in there. Stir it with the breadstick, of course, because that's how it's best. With the breadstick. And then I nom, 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 eat the breadstick. Did you finish that pizza? I did finish it. No, the crust. Uh, I don't eat crust, bro. Too bready. Just too bready. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you just eat nine breadsticks? Yeah. The, the, the equivalent circumference of like seven extra large pizzas? Uh-huh. And then you had five slices of pizza? Yeah, I did. You had five slices of pizza? Sure did. Well, okay. And in those five slices, uh, no crust? No, I don't like crust. Crust is, no, it's heavy. Yeah, heavy. Well, you, you, could you take the crust and, uh, and maybe dip it in marinara and treat it like a breadstick? No, it's not the same. How? How's it not the same? It's, it's not the same. That's crust. Those are breadsticks. And I think if we've learned anything, we've learned that breadsticks and crust are different because that's what the pizza conglomerates have told us. So I don't like the crust. I do like, in fact, no, I don't like your attitude about this. I don't like how you're judging me and being so pretentious about what I eat or what I don't eat, what I decide to put in my meat suit and what I don't. When I'm bumping my gums and I'm shoving, shoveling shit in my pie hole, guess what I don't want? I don't want the judgment of you trying to let me know that breadsticks and crust are pretty much the same because I don't think they are. If you're that person, if you're that person, understand you have a 90% greater chance of being a psychopath or a serial killer than anyone else on planet Earth. Anyone else on planet Earth. You're the person. Look in the mirror. You have a 90% greater chance of being a, a murderer, a killer of multiple people. Yeah, because you're crazy. You're, and also, you're just a complete asshole. All right? Stop ordering breadsticks and start eating crust. Okay? One, save the earth on packaging. Two, save, save yourselves on, on just being that person at the party. They just got a plate full of crust. Because that's what I want to look. When I'm eating my pizza, I want to look over to my right or my left or across the table and just see bite marks into bread and you know that spits on there and God knows what else. And you're just like, no, don't eat that part. Ugh, I don't want to see that shit. It's disgusting. You're a horrible, horrible human being. I don't like your attitude. In fact, you smell that, do you? You smell that? Do you? It's your attitude. It stinks. It's a horrible, horrible attitude. That's right. Uh, 
like a dog, I think this dad is going to take his kid and drive him out to shoot him. Except for the kid brought clippers. And oh, he just stabbed his dad. Oh, sweet. He, he clipped a seatbelt and then he stabbed his dad. Son of a gun. Oh, that's not good. It's not good. It's not, listen, if your kid starts stabbing parents, no, stabbing other kids, killing dogs, ooh, big warning signs. If you're dumb enough to then get stabbed by an eight-year-old, your fault. It's 100% your fault. She's running in now. She sees the hubby. He's not in good condition. He just probably got stabbed in a kidney or the liver somewhere. He's got a neck brace on. He's got a ventilator. She's like, where's, where's the little boy? Where's the little, where is the murderous Polish man inside the little boy that's running around? God knows where America. Let's find that little rat fuck because something needs to happen. And it needs to happen right now because this is not okay. And, you know, she's, she's got that look in her eye. She's going to have to do what dad couldn't do. And like a rabid, rabid cat on the farm, you got to take it out in the field. You got to put it down. Like a horse that's broken its leg on a racetrack. You got to call the old glue factory and say, let's make another bottle. Like a horse that is getting old and sad and tired that lives in Toronto. You've got to call the steakhouse and say, we've got one for you. To the frog that broke its back but still has great legs. It's time to make some fried frog legs. To the bird that just doesn't fly anymore. It's time for some wings, some cooked wings. To the kid that has a 40-year-old Polish murderer inside of him with two different colored eyes that just stabbed his dad and had him drive and crash into a tree because he couldn't control his car at 60 miles an hour with a rabid eight-year-old behind him with clippers. It's time to put that kid down. It's time to say, Good night, good day, farewell. May you come reincarnated as a cat that scratches people, still shits in their house, tears up their whole house, their furniture, their, their bedding, their, their curtains, their doors. Come back as that cat because there will always be a crazy cat later. Be like, oh man, that's just that. Listen. You get sometimes you just got to give these cats space. That's my other cat, Satan. Satan is very aggressive. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch him there. <laughs> Don't touch him there. He's just showing you his asshole so he can shit on you. Okay, he's gonna piss inside your shoes as as soon as we walk into the other room. Yeah, shoes off house, one hundred percent. Satan will uh, will get into my cupboards and knock down glasses. He'll knock them down. And you can't come out at night if you hear it because there's glass all over the floor and it just cuts your feet up. And that's Satan. He is a rascal. What a rascal. I just, I can't believe him. But you got to love him, even though when I try to kiss him, that I know you thought I had wrinkles like Meredith Baxter Bernie. No, these are cat scratches from when I try to give him love. Because inside, he's got a murderous, murderous rage. He does. That's Satan. Mm -hmm. My little kitty. My little, my little tricolored kitty with two different colored eyeballs and really thick claws. Not, not, not like the thin little bony ones like these other cats have. No, no. Satan's got thick ones. He's got like, he's got, he's got this, he's the size of a cute little tabby cat, but he's got amazingly thick claws like a, like a puma. And he's just a voracious eater. Oh, he's so aggressive. Hmm. I tell you. It is a rough one out there. Mm-hmm, it sure is. Goodness. Woo, so you don't trust cats. Yeah. 
That's why you don't try, but you got to keep populating them because you want the assholes to come back as cats, a little more manageable. And you can take their aggression out on rats and other things. You want them to come back as cats, not as people. Mom is at the gently used pawn shop with her son in the car getting a gun. If you haven't learned anything, I'll tell you what, the one thing you, she's got all his work up on the front seat. I mean, listen, this kid can put two and two together. Shit, he can put nine and nine together. All right, smart kid. Look at him. He knows. He knows what's up. He's not a dummy. No, he's an asshole and he's a murderer. He's a really smart psychopath who loves to collect hands. Right? And so here we go. Mom, let me put on, let me put on the tears and the sweetheart of the eyes because I know you just bought a gun and I know you know my deep, dark, dark past. I know you know what I've been reading late at night. Know that you know that I killed the dog and took its paw and put it in the freezer. I know that you know that I need something, preferably a pill. What would you give him? Hopefully a Valium or an Ambien. Do you, would you give a killer an Ambien knowing what Ambien does? Hold on, got a drink. Knowing that Ambien has side effects like waking up in the middle of the night and making yourself 19 pizzas and eating them and, you know, treating your body like a jungle gym and not knowing it and just waking up covered in, in lube and, and, and semen and, and hot mustard. Um, in all of that, in everything that is that, do you, uh, do you give a kid that you know is killing people, do you give that little bastard Ambien? I'm curious. I don't. I'm not giving that kid any, I'm, listen, excuse me, oh, I need that kid to be well aware of what's going on. No ambient for you there, Tommy Two Nuts. Nope, she's just going to drive on that long. He's asleep. This is the time when you kill him, when the little murderous asshole is asleep. He doesn't, he can't cry. He can't push back. Nothing, nothing at all. But instead, she's going to drive all night going to drive all night. She's going to Ohio. I don't know if, if the death penalty laws are different in Ohio. They're going to they're gonna shine upon her and say, you know, I know, I know what you did. I understand why you did it. And we all do. We all get it. Who doesn't at some point in time want to kill a kid? For reals. Okay? It's Ohio. It's Ohio. We're in Ohio. We've got the Buckeyes. We're good. All right? We got basketball and football. We got nothing but planes. We're one of these weird states that helps decide the president. We get it. Okay? We get it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Fine. We're all good. Now, what you guys don't know and what I do know is that it's more than just putting a child to sleep. It's also finding what could have been his last victim. Not the kids, but the Polish guy's last victim that got away. She got away, and she's now living in Ohio. Ohio, no. Ohio, yes. Ohio, oh. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you think uh, people ask her to count to ten often? I would hope not. That'd be a mean joke. Cruel cruel joke in a cruel, cruel summer, after all.
a cruel, cruel summer. Drink, hold on. So, folks, we are, uh, this is like when you uh, go to the fancy movie theater. They serve you beer and food, right? You're sitting there and they always ask you to be really, really quiet. It's just, you know, it's just shh. Watching a movie, but hold on. You want to drink and eat like anything? You want a chimichanga? Got it. You want pizza? 100%. Beer? A strawberry daiquiri? You want a, you want a, a, a boozy milkshake? Uh, would you like, I don't know, anything else we have? Anything. You like anything like that? Yes, no, maybe so. You got to be kidding. We got it all. Yeah, you want Pop Rocks? 100%. Oh, of course. Don't worry. We'll open those for you. Yeah. Uh, we got it. We got it all. We got, oh, look at this bitch has a cat. She has a cat. Lives in the darkness, has a cat in one fucking hand. You know why? Because she survived. But in her survival, she didn't get a dog. She got a cat. You think that cat is going to warn her? And let her know that uh, that the bad man's coming. Cats don't do that. No, they don't. She's gonna make some tea though. I do. You know, people. Uh, here's here's a tip. If someone in a show or in a movie is drinking tea, they're gonna die. Survivors, champions, people that like to just destroy their palate with just hot shit garbage. They drink that black coffee. If they're drinking a chai tea latte, or they're having a, a triple mocha, half almond milk, half soy milk, no foam, one shot decaf. If they're that person, let, let me guarantee you something. Like a person that was non-white in a Star Trek show, you see them just pop on the screen, you know they're dying, okay? This is the, this is the new weeding out process. It used to be people of color or Women that had, in horror films, women that had sex first that were, that were virgins. You knew those people, they're dead, all right? They're dead. Now, now it's people with shitty taste or, or passive tastes in beverages, especially morning beverages, okay? The person who has the champagne in the morning, burr, 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 guess what? Dead. Earl Grey tea, guess what? Dead. Once, I, once again, the, the, the triple mocha, half soy, half almond milk with one of the shots being decaf, 100%, you guessed it, dead. Dead, dead, dead. Dead to the world, folks. They are. They're just dead, okay? They're dead. They're done. Signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. Get the fuck out. You are dead. Yeah. That, that's your new barometer to know if someone's dying. Also, if they own a cat, more than likely they're dead, okay? Cat owners don't fare well in movies whatsoever. Dog owners do a lot better unless their dog gets killed. And if their dog is dead, that is the protector of their soul, the person that lights up their life and that loves them. Yeah, probably dead. Probably dead. What did you hear? Did you bring him here? Yeah, no, I got a gun. Oh, I've got a cat. And I've got tea. You're all going to fucking die. Why? Because it's horrible out there. Horrible. Oh, oh, it's so hot. The thing's blowing with it. Don't wake the kid up. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, so angry. Hold on. Oh, but as I was going to tell you, before I got off on the tangent of shit, 
breakfast drinks that are for sure going to kill you. Let's, uh, she's loading the gun. Good for her. Let's, uh, let's get right to it and understand that we're towards the end of the movie here. So this is the time when they'd walk by, give you the check. Yeah, give you a little wink. You don't tip me. I mean, so, you know. I, uh, you know, read your shitty handwriting and brought you everything you needed and uh, made sure you had an enjoyable movie experience without really getting in your way. And, um, you know, so if you want to do that, leave me a couple bucks, maybe you want to do something nice, I think that'd be okay. Perhaps we could do that. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, here's your bill. Here's, your, here's, here's what I have for you, in case you're wondering. So, um, you know, whatever works for you, works for me. Uh, her cat's back in. Her cat is back in. Now, once again, is the cat protecting her? No. Oh shit, the mom looks like she's gonna shoot her. What's going on with the mom here? I thought the mom was there to talk to her. She's like, I can't believe you let that kid live. You let that monster live with your hand? Just running around with your hand? What's going on? Tell you what's going on. Tell you exactly what's going on. First of all, that lady, she got her hand cut off and she lived with a psycho. Let me tell you this right now. She uh she doesn't need any more terror in her knife. In, in her knife, in her life. I just sorry, the kid just pulled up a knife. <laughs> she doesn't need it. She already lost a hand. And he's just pointing the knife at his different colored eyes. And she is wondering what in the absolute, and I cannot stress this enough, the fuck. Oh, it just stabbed her right in the stomach. Oh, my goodness. He is a mean little asshole. Oh. Oh, and then she hooked his mom. Oh, she hooked the wrong person. She hooked. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. He stabbed her in the stomach and then turned the knife sideways and just jerked it across. I mean, that takes a level of sophistication and violence that is just aggressive. Oh, sorry for the scream, but I did not see that coming. I, I was evidently looking away when I first watched this movie. Oh, goodness gracious. It's not okay. You gotta, sorry, you gotta take this kid to pasture, as they say, right? Take him to pasture. He is uh, getting out of there, and he should. I like a people with a with a good uh was it a uh, oh yeah push on that stomach there you go yeah cover your hands in blood and just yeah yeah you you get this no no listen I know you hit me with your hook and I'm super sorry about my kid who's a murderer uh, I'm really sorry about that but I got some kitchen towels for you she's dead all right her stomach her intestines everything her uterus cut in half everything's just been cut in half because that kid is on just a psychopath he's super strong. Oh my goodness. Oh, folks, you can't. No, 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 you can't. Go find, go find him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Drive him to the lady's house, the last survivor, and then let him kill her, and then get your gun and run out in the field and go find him. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be out there walking. He's got his little legs. He's an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old. I don't know what his birthday is. He's an asshole for sure. Oh, what do you do? What do you do? Is he going to go on a murderous rampage? She doesn't know. But her hands covered in blood. She is just wondering where, there he is. Just wondering what he's got to do. I tell you, 
Yeah, you see, here's your mistake. This is like the mistake when the villain goes, now that I've got you in my clutches, <clears throat> let me tell you my plan to take over the world. When you've got a kid murderer, when you've got a kid psychopath, when you've got things going on that are absolutely out of control and for sure crazy, the last thing you do is you talk to the kid. That's the last thing you do. You don't touch him. You walk up behind him. You take the gun. Boom. You pull the trigger. You just watch him murder a lady. You just watch. He's going to do the same thing to you. But instead, she spins around and she goes, hey, how are you? You okay? You feel a little guilty for cutting that lady in half? Huh? Do you feel like maybe you owe someone an apology? Who owes someone an apology? You owe someone an apology. Yeah, that's right, you do. You owe them a little bit of an apology. I suggest you apologize. Let's go back to the lady who's cut in half, whose toes are probably still twitching, who's on her last breath, who you, maybe your, your spirit inside of you cut her hand off, you sick fuck. Let's go back and apologize. Let's be, let's be polite about this whole scenario. Let's do that. You can do that. You can play that game. Right? And that's what the game she's playing. But I'll let you know right now that it's not the game to be played. The game to be played is you see them, you walk up behind them, cock back the hammer, pull the trigger, and just go, I'm super sorry. I'm super sorry, but I had to. Because there's a darkness inside of that little bastard that's not coming out. This little light of mine, he's not letting it shine, right? He's got his hand over the light, he's put the light out, then he's taking a piss on the light, and he's taking a shit on the light, and then now he's put that light up his butt. That's exactly right. And just like her pulling the trigger on that lady and couldn't pull the trigger when she pulled, she pulled the gun, couldn't pull the trigger. She couldn't pull the trigger on that boy either. And let me tell you what happened. The worst thing ever happened. Because they don't know. Because no one knows. And in the spin of all spins, she got shot. By a do-gooder, by a nosy do-gooder, by an old man with a rifle, shot her and didn't shoot the boy. And then he goes running up, just gives him a big hug, just knowing that hate, that murder is going to live on. It's going to live forever. Looks back at her, I can't believe that bitch tried to kill me. Sure, I just cut a woman in half. Yes, I killed the dog. Sure, I beat a kid with allegedly a very large red pipe wrench because he wouldn't let me talk with Susie. All of those things, sure. Sure. And yes, I've got two different colored eyes. And yes, allegedly I have a serial killer spirit in my body that entered me the moment I exited my mother's vagina. Yes. Sure. But I want to thank you for shooting her and not me. That's what I want to thank you for. I want to thank you for letting evil live a little bit longer, for being nosy, for jumping to conclusions, for not talking it out in any way, shape, or form, but just being old and stuck in your ways and seeing a, a nice lady pull a gun on a child and think that child's in danger and shooting her. Why? Because you had to jump to conclusions. You had to assume the worst of a situation and assume the worst of the adult making a proper decision versus the child. Sure. Go right ahead. If you don't taste the sarcasm in this, uh, I suggest you wash your mouth out with soap. Go fuck yourself. So he's now waiting for his dad to get better, and his dad gets better, 
He gets a foster family. Oh, that's so sweet. You've got to listen. You've got to love a good a good story where he's wearing the same shirt that he wore uh, the day his mom got shot. That's interesting. He's got some cars. He's got a little remote control helicopter. I mean, this kid's living the dream. Beautiful room. He's got a he's got a hope in some way, shape, or form. This foster family doesn't get nosy. And a reflection in the mirror is him, the inner him, the murderous him, the happy him. They got two different haircuts. He's got to work on his hairdo. For sure, he's got to work on his hairdo. There you go, folks, the prodigy. That's it. Signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. It's done. I love you guys. And now comes your favorite part of the podcast, my daughter, who is not infested with a demon, who does not believe in killing anything whatsoever, but who loves to talk about every time she poops. Here she is singing her classic, I Did a Poop. Love you guys. Have a great week. Enjoy.